Welcome to a new episode of the AI Frontier Podcast. I'm your host and today we are stepping into the exciting world of dimensionality reduction techniques in machine learning. You may be asking, what exactly is dimensionality reduction? It's a process used in machine learning and data analysis to reduce the number of random variables under consideration by obtaining a set of principal variables. By reducing the dimensions of your feature space, you have fewer relationships between variables to consider and you are less likely to overfit your model. Dimensionality reduction is crucial to making our machine learning models both manageable and interpretable, making it an important topic for all of us venturing out on the AI frontier. In today's episode, we will be discussing several techniques ranging from Principal Component Analysis, or PCA, Linear Discriminant Analysis, LDA, to TSNE and autoencoders. So buckle up and let's get started. In the world of data, more isn't always merrier. This brings us to a common problem in machine learning and data analysis, the curse of dimensionality. This concept was coined by Richard Bellman, and it refers to various phenomena that arise when analyzing and organizing data in high-dimensional spaces that do not occur in low-dimensional settings. In simpler words, as we keep adding features to our model, our volume of data increases so much that the available data becomes sparse and that can impact our model's performance. So how do we deal with this? The answer lies in dimensionality reduction. Reducing the number of features in our model not only makes our model more manageable, but also improves efficiency and speed. Plus, when we have fewer features, it becomes easier to visualize our data. And as we know, a good visualization can provide insights that even the most complex algorithms might miss. Moreover, dimensionality reduction also helps in noise reduction. Sometimes our dataset might have irrelevant features or noise, which doesn't contribute to the model but can impact its performance. By reducing the dimensionality, we can focus on the features that matter and improve the accuracy of our models. So understanding and effectively implementing dimensionality reduction techniques is an essential skill for any data scientist or machine learning enthusiast. But remember, while dimensionality reduction simplifies things, it also involves some loss of information. So it's important to strike the right balance between simplicity and retaining valuable information. In this episode, we will explore some popular techniques to do just that. And to start with, Let's talk about Principal Component Analysis, or PCA. Stay tuned. (music) 
let's start our deep dive into dimensionality reduction techniques with one of the most commonly used techniques, Principal Component Analysis, or PCA. At its core, PCA is about finding the directions or principal components where the variance of the data is maximized. Imagine you have data points scattered in a three-dimensional space, but they all lie close to a flat surface. PCA helps you find that surface and then represents each data point in terms of its coordinates on that surface. This new representation might have fewer dimensions than the original one. Now let's talk about the mathematics behind PCA. You might have heard of terms like eigenvectors and eigenvalues when studying PCA. But what do they actually mean? Eigenvalues and eigenvectors are concepts from linear algebra used here to find the principal components. Eigenvectors are simply the directions of the axis where we have maximum variance, and the eigenvalues are the magnitudes of these directions. The eigenvector with the highest corresponding eigenvalue is the first principal component. The orthogonal eigenvector with the second highest corresponding eigenvalue is the second principal component, and so on. One critical question when performing PCA is deciding how many principal components to keep. We want to keep as few components as possible while also retaining as much of the variance in the data as we can. One common strategy is to choose the smallest number of principal components that retain a certain percentage, say 95% of the total variance. But remember, PCA assumes that the principal components are a linear combination of the original features. If this is not the case, PCA might not give the best results. And now that we talked about PCA, let's proceed and talk about Linear Discriminant Analysis, or LDA. Stay tuned. Next on our list of dimensionality reduction techniques is Linear Discriminant Analysis, or LDA. Unlike PCA, which doesn't consider the classes or categories of the data, LDA tries to identify that axis which maximizes the separation between multiple classes. You can think of LDA as a method that projects your multidimensional data onto a lesser dimensional space with the criterion that the sum of variance within each category of your data is minimized, and the variance between different categories is maximized. Essentially, LDA transforms our feature space in a way that the class separability is maximized in the new feature space. This is what makes LDA a great tool for pattern classification problems. However, keep in mind that LDA makes some assumptions about the data. 
like normality and equal class covariances. If these assumptions are not met, LDA may not perform well. And now that we talked about LDA, let's move and talk about T-SNE and then autoencoders. Stay tuned. From LDA, let's move to a relatively newer technique known as T-Distributed Stochastic Neighbor Embedding, or T-SNE. T-SNE is particularly good for visualizing high-dimensional data. It works by converting similarities between data points into joint probabilities and trying to minimize the callback Leibler divergence between the joint probabilities of the low-dimensional embedding and the high-dimensional data. This results in a map that reveals structure at many different scales, which is a highly valuable asset for the exploration of complex datasets. However, like every technique, TSNE has its strengths and weaknesses. Its ability to preserve local structures and make clusters appear more separated than they are, which can be misleading. On the other hand, TSNE's strength in retaining local structures can make it more effective than PCA or LDA in cases where complex, nonlinear relationships exist among your data. Remember, the choice between PCA, LDA, and TSNE isn't about finding the best technique, but about finding the right tool for the specific task at hand. Now, let's take a leap into the realm of neural networks with autoencoders. Autoencoders are a specific type of neural network architecture designed for dimensionality reduction. They work by creating a network that aims to recreate its input, and by doing so, learns a compressed representation of that input. An autoencoder consists of two main parts, an encoder, which learns a compressed representation of the input data, and a decoder, which learns to reconstruct the original data from this compressed representation. In the middle of this network lies the bottleneck layer where the dimensionality is the lowest and where we get our compressed representation. By forcing the data through this bottleneck, the network learns to retain only the most significant features, effectively reducing dimensionality. There are many variations of autoencoders, each with their unique properties and uses. For example, denoising autoencoders learn to reconstruct original data from a noised version making them great at noise reduction. On the other hand, variational autoencoders introduce a probabilistic spin to autoencoders and are often used in generative models. Like the other techniques we have discussed, autoencoders aren't a one-size-fits-all solution, but rather another tool in our machine learning toolkit. So now that we have talked about all of these tools, Let's now talk about how to choose the right technique or tool for your task. Stay tuned. 
as we have seen, each dimensionality reduction technique comes with its strengths and weaknesses, making the choice of technique largely dependent on the specifics of your project. Consider the nature of your data. Is it linear or nonlinear? Is your goal to visualize the data or improve computational efficiency? If computational considerations are a significant concern, simpler techniques like PCA might be more suitable. However, if the relationships in your data are complex and nonlinear, you might consider techniques like TSNE or autoencoders. Ultimately, the best way to choose the right technique is through understanding the underlying theory, making informed judgments about the data and your goals, and of course, experimenting. In this episode, we have journeyed through the landscape of dimensionality reduction, exploring techniques from PCA and LDA to TSNE and autoencoders. We have discussed the importance of dimensionality reduction, the problems it helps solve, and the considerations to make when choosing the right technique. Now it's your turn to take these tools and start exploring. Remember, theory becomes truly valuable when put into practice. So I encourage you to apply these techniques in your projects. And as usual, if you would like to share your experience, success, and even your doubts or questions, you can find me on Twitter. My username is Wadiskaf, W-A-D-I-E underscore S-K-A-F. Feel free to send me a tweet. I'm always happy to discuss and share my knowledge and experience. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the AI Frontier Podcast. And until next time, take care.